Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. Sure, yes, so the lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Turtles first free throw. Shot puts it up there. It's good. As he makes the first, we're tied at 108. 2.4 to go. Eyes the goal. Bends at the waist slightly. Let's it fly. No good. Rebound loose. Goes to Kelvin Johnson. He banked it in with .3 to go. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Kelvin Johnson took a deflected rebound and banked it in. And that would wind up being the difference as the Spurs walk out of Chase Center with a 110 to 108 victory over the Warriors. We welcome you inside Chase Center, inside Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. That's the number to give me a call or shoot me a text as uh, we'll be here for the next hour. And my goodness, is there a lot to talk about following this one. And it starts right before the Keldon Johnson putback that allowed the Spurs to walk out of chase with the victory against the Warriors. Uh, And it's, it's for me, I just cannot understand why either of the final two fouls were, were called, whether it was you know, Jonathan Kaminga making the, the save to Andrew Wiggins and Wiggins is trying to make a play to get somebody the basketball to go for a potential game winner uh, with the game at 108-107 uh, or 107-107 at that point. And there's a foul and Wiggins ends up on the free throw line. And at that point, I'm thinking, wow, the Warriors really got really got bailed out here uh, with, with three seconds to go. Uh, unbelievable hustle play from Kaminga, and, and Vassell wounds up fouling Wiggins out high, 
and they're in the penalty, and, and he goes to the free throw line, and Wiggins, wouldn't you know, splits the pair. But I'm thinking, why is that foul called? But also, man, the Warriors may have really just gotten bailed out here uh, at the end of the game. Then it evened up as Wiggins misses the second free throw, and Kavon Looney is called for a loose ball foul that puts Jakob Pertl on the free throw line to tie the game as he made the first one, also split the pair, but then a bad bounce there, and the ball winds up in Keldon Johnson's hands, and, and he winds up with the putback that gives San Antonio the win. Uh, but that just to me it was, you thought maybe you were going to skate on the first call, and then there was the makeup call <laughs> that came the long way, and both players split the free throws, so it actually wound up even there at the end of the game. But I, I, I couldn't stand either one of those calls. To me, you have to let the players play, and you have to let the players finish the game both ways there, uh, but the way it played out with the miss from Pirtle and the rebound from Keldon Johnson, the Spurs wind up getting the win. Uh, Draymond Green, his ejection, extremely unfortunate. Uh, it was one of those games where the Warriors and, and Draymond, and, and it was just there was a frustration level, I think, with the whistle from the Warriors tonight. And look, Draymond Green, you know, Marat Kogut, Warriors have had issues with him in the past. That's all the more reason why you have to make sure that you can't get kicked out of that game. You just can't. You can't whether Kogut was right, wrong, he's the decider in this thing because he's the guy with the whistle, and I think there needed to be more of an, an understanding and an expectation, as we talked about before the game, the fact that these are very winnable games for the Golden State Warriors in the last 12, now 11, without Stephen Curry. Winnable games tonight. Winnable game Tuesday against Orlando. Other winnable games that we've laid out. But the games are not going to be handed to you. So, to me, it's more from the Warriors' standpoint, big picture, how they started the game down 36-22 at the end of the first quarter uh, against a team that had already won a chase when the Warriors had their guys. And the Warriors had beaten in San Antonio shorthanded. Like, this would have been the template in a man in, in a in a sense of how it's going to have to be to try and grind out wins not always pretty but you're going to have to grind them out even against these teams that come in or you're going to face with inferior records and the warriors just didn't have it at the beginning and then they would respond and and fight and scratch and claw and get back into it and then the Spurs would make a play here or there. There was the constant frustration from the officials. But tonight could have been the template for how it's going to be if the Warriors were going to try and grind out some wins. Unable to do it. The officiating becomes a big part of the conversation both ways, I think, in the final three seconds there. And then the Warriors can't get the rebound. Ultimately, Keldon Johnson does, and the Spurs wind up winning this game. 888-957-9570, triple eight. 957-9570. The loss point blank puts the three seed now in jeopardy for the Warriors. They're, they're in trouble on the three seed. Utah won in New York earlier while the Warriors' first half was going on here at Chase, and the Warriors unable to get this win, so they're two up on Utah for fourth now. And if you can't beat San Antonio at home, who's in all likelihood going to be one of the one of the five teams in the Western Conference that aren't even in the play-in tournament, if you can't beat them at home, then all bets are off as far as who you're going to beat between now and the end of the season if you have to play without Stephen Curry. All bets are off at this point. And, and I said this on Warriors Live before the game. They're winnable games, but you got to go. It, it ain't going to be automatic. 
not without Stephen Curry. And I think you know tonight another example. You know Jordan Poole can score twenty eight, and Clay Thompson can score twenty four, and you can get contributions from Otto Porter. Maybe his best game in a couple of months. Nemanja Bjelic actually gave him something off the bench. Kaminga's hustle, I think, was was a positive for the Warriors in this one. But you still find yourself in a close game in the closing seconds against a team that's not even going to be in the freaking play-in tournament. So you're going to have to grind, and I think where the Warriors wind up, among the many ways they lost this game, to me they lost it as much as any of them in the first quarter, getting down 36-22 to and having to play uphill uh, for the bulk of the ball game. Uh, let's get to some phone calls. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr on Draymond Green's ejection. We're going to hear from Steve Kerr on the foul calls at the end of the game, so we'll get his take on it. Uh, we'll also uh, hear from Jordan Poole and maybe even a little bit of Steph Curry from before the game. He addressed his injury with reporters uh, earlier this evening. Let's get Philmo Mike to tip off here on Warriors wrap up on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Philmo? Hey, man. JD, I'm glad you talked before because I understand what you're saying as far as we should have won the game. And that was my ultimate point. Ultimately, we should have won the game. The rest, I don't know what the rest, you know, I smoke cookies. I don't know what they smoking, but they smoking some real exotic, maybe crack. I don't know what's going on with the rest. Two, three horrible calls at the end of the game, right? They got to win the game. Wiggins, people are not talking about this. He got to make them. He can't be, he's been splitting free throws his whole, seemed like his whole word career. I would love to see his free throw percentage from when he started with the Warriors. I swear, he's probably like only 60%, honestly, for real, for real. He got to make the free throws. If he make both free throws, we're not in that situation. Um, Looney, that foul call was so questionable, he didn't even extend his arms. Meanwhile, Johnson extended his arms. Um I agree with you. Yeah, they Kirk. let him play. Will you play it? Yeah, they let him play. At the at the on the on the ball where Johnson got it at the end, they let him play. They didn't let him play on the loony ball. I'm gonna let you finish here, Mike. But I think the loony foul was a makeup call for what the heck was the foul when Wiggins had the ball out high. Like to me that was to me that was like, man, the Warriors are about to get bailed out and win this game. Wiggins couldn't cash, and then they had the makeup call off of that that put Pirtle on the free throw line. Totally, yeah. You're, I mean, I I, I I didn't see it as a makeup call. I seen it as I feel you though. When you look in retrospect, it was it was just two bad calls, like you said. Yep. It was a makeup call though. My my last couple of points. I know I've been rambling. I'm gonna get off. I love what Kerr said after the game. We need to play harder earlier from the start. Not not this desperation. We need to play harder harder earlier from the start. Draymond is ejection. He needs to know. When to cool it down, but his ejection, his, his first take even wasn't even, I don't even think, I don't know what he said, but it seemed like it wasn't that much. My last point, the last play of the game, we could have, we, we, that was a game I think we should have went for the tie, not the win, and maybe having, you know, Thompson was double teamed in the corner. Maybe we, we fake it there and get something to the basket to Looney. Or I don't know who was on the floor, Kaminga, whoever, to the basket for an alley-oop or something. But have a great show, man. This was a very frustrating loss, like you said. We should have won the game. We got to win some games. 
Appreciate it, Filmo. 888-957-9570. Let's get Manuel in Dublin next on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Manuel? Hey, J.D., man. You know, I don't want to be loom and gloom, and, and not, I'm a lifelong worker like all the other callers are going to call tonight. Even, I know Curry's gone. I know we're missing. Well, I can't even count Wiseman. He's still a rook. But I just don't. And I'm not being a Mr. Mega. I just don't see it in the cards this year. Just not just because tonight's game. I just look at the everybody. I've said it a hundred times. I look at the Suns. I look at the guys in the East. I look at um, even Utah. Even Dallas is going to be tough. I think if you somehow we do pull off this, it'll be the one of the most immaculate stories ever. Everybody has to play lights out. Wiggins got to go for about 25 each game if we're going to get there. You're going to have to expect uh, Clay. Clay's going to go out to go for like. 25 a game, and then Curry's got I just don't see it. I mean, fans out there don't scream and holler at me. There's a man from Dublin, man. I'm just keeping it 100, man. I'm a lot. I sat, sat through you for 40 years from 1975 to 2015, man. I hung, I hung it out, man. We need to get – and we're a small team. We're, we get pounded when, when the big boys come down. They pound us. Aiden. Who's going to stop Aiden? I, I hope I'm wrong. I'll admit when I'm wrong, but I just, I just don't see it in the cards this year, J, J.D. Yep, thanks, Manuel. Appreciate the call. It, it, it may not be. They're going to have to be healthy if they're going to do it, and now they're going to have to get healthy and try and get everybody on the same page without having some time to do it in the regular season. I know there are a lot of Warrior fans that think, hey, it's Steph Clay, it's Draymond, doesn't matter. They've been playing together forever. They've won championships. Like That's just second nature, like riding a bike. They're going to be fine. I don't view it that way. Here's the other part of this. What the Warriors do in the next 11 games is going to make the path potentially more difficult when the Warriors get everybody back going into the postseason. So instead of maybe talking about being a two seed, as we've talked about here with regularity the last couple of months, or having a shot at the one, which went by the wayside, now we're talking about them trying to hold off Utah for four, and and I feel like tonight's a swing because tonight was one of the games that was in the winnable category. There's going to be some games here coming up that aren't going to be winnable for the Warriors because they don't have Steph Curry. Tonight was not one of them, and the Warriors didn't get one that, in my mind, they had to have. And you know what? If you want to tell me that this team's different, and Steph Curry said that, Anthony Slater asked him before the game when Steph had his media availability, hey, you know, you guys were 2-7 and seven, uh, when you didn't play last year. It was actually really 1-7 and seven because one of the games they won was a, a meaningless game at the end of the year before – uh, the the regular season finale against Memphis. They played the Pelicans, and, and basically nobody played for both teams, and that was one of the games they won. So that so they were really 1-7 last year, and Steph, very quickly, different team. different. Te- well, if it's a different team, you win a ball game like tonight because when you don't win a ball game like tonight, it starts to make you wonder, can this team win at any respectable level if Steph Curry's not going to be out there for a long stretch of time? And And here's what I always say. It, it, certain certain struggles in a season can have a cost. There, are you going to pay the price? Did the Warriors the Warriors tonight by losing this game paid the price for their poor start? If they end up winning the game, the, it, it, yeah, they still started poorly. They got to work on that, but they but they don't pay a price for the bad start. They're paying a price, and the Steph injury and losing games like tonight. If the Warriors wind up fourth, that's going to be a cost and and a price that will be paid. That's going to make it more difficult when they get everybody back. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Robin in the city is next here on ninety five seven. The game. What's up, Robin? 
Hi, J.D. Uh, I never thought the team was a championship team, but just competitive, and I know you heard me say that, and people disagree, mm-hmm. but this is the reason why I called in. Listen, everybody gives them a pass. This is just me. I'm venting. Thank you. I, you know, Draymond, my son asked me the other day. He was cracking a joke, but he said, oh, is, is Dre going to quit on the team now that Curry's not gone? He was taking a dig at him, okay? And I said, well, you know, Koski told me, that, oh, it's it, it, it's different because now Robin, uh, he's fighting for a championship. What he did tonight, um, J.D., was inexcusable. I'm not a big fan of him to begin with, okay? His arrogance, he makes me sick. You understand? You out here talking about how we're going to win championships. You're supposed to be the heart and soul of the team, and you go and you do something stupid to prove a point when you can't win. I'm sorry, he don't get a pass from me, and the fan base needs to stop glossing over him, blaming the obvious people like Wiggins and stuff, and Draymond and giving him a pass. I'm so upset right now. I cannot stand him. If he was in front of me, he could not out-talk me because I would let him have it. Bye, J.D. Thanks, Robin. Appreciate the call. Look, to me, it was about the official that the Warriors have had issues with in the past, Marat Kogut. And to me, that's all the more reason why you got to be even more in control if you're Draymond Green. Because you know that Kogut is going to hit you with the second one quicker than a lot of people are going to maybe would hit you with the second one. And and I'll say this, and I tweeted it out during the game. It it did. I had the same thought of boy, that's that's a little 2019, 2020 ish, right? Where up oh, Steph's not playing, and and all of a sudden, you know, the emotions are are not in check. It's unfortunate because I think if he finishes the game, and look, the Warriors, part of the storyline tonight is the Warriors battling after he got ejected because they were down six, and then they actually went ahead right after to, to end the third quarter. I think it was 15-8 to eight in the final six-plus minutes after Draymond got ejected in that third quarter. But th- the reality is y- y- you can't talk about urgency, and I know we're going to hear from Steve Kerr who wanted to talk about urgency, but you can't talk about urgency – and then, you know, be getting kicked out like it's, you know, like you got all this margin for error to be able to win these games because you've got a beef with an official that goes back to the 2019 season. Like, that's just, it. you just can't let that happen. Let's get uh, Ronan. Do we still have Ronan uh, on the phone lines at 888-957-9570? Hey, Ronan. Hi. Um, What's I going on, Ronan? I went to the game tonight, and I wanted to talk about those refs, man. They were, I feel like that refs got, you can't get too, you can't get too involved in, you can't get too involved in, the, in that game as a ref. And I thought that that very last call for the um, regular, or the common foul, that's like, and like, that was a game changer. And, um, the, the, um, he was calling a lot of text, or uh, like when. Oh, did we lose you, Ronan? Ronan, appreciate the call. Thanks for calling in. Tough night for the officials. No question about it. Frustrating uh, for Warrior fans of, of all ages tonight uh, at Chase Center. 888-957-9570. All right, let's go ahead and pause here. We'll let everybody catch their breath. Uh, the phone lines are still open. The text line, Comcast business text line, still open. We'll, we'll get a couple of texts. We'll hear from Steve Kerr coming back. We've also got the, the shot of the game. 
Rough night, frustrating night inside Chase Center. Spurs walk out of here with a second win this season. The Spurs become uh, uh, the second team along with the Nuggets to win both games at Chase against the Warriors this year. Uh, 110 to 108 was the final. We'll be back here at 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Thompson dribbles middle, hand off Porter Jr. Inside, Bielitsa for the dunk! And the Warriors have the first lead of the night. It's 84-83 with 28 seconds to go in the corner. It's a 13-2 run. They rise as one here at Chase. Now back to Warriors wrap-up on 95-7 the game. 13-2 run there for the Warriors as they were up one going to the fourth quarter of this one after they trailed by as many as 14. Another 9-0 run to tie the game after the Warriors had fallen behind middle of the fourth quarter. 101-92, there was a stretch of about three minutes and 40 seconds of that fourth quarter where the Warriors held the Spurs scoreless, came back, tied the game uh, back and forth. They went down the stretch. Ultimately, San Antonio, though, uh, they make the better of the free-throw shooting contest that the uh, officials wanted to have uh, the Warriors and Spurs uh, go at it with in the final seconds there uh, by virtue of the Keldon Johnson offensive rebound and put back 110 to 108 the final 8 at 8 a ton to react to as the Warriors slip to 47 and 24 so 11 games to go now for the Warriors and they are just two games up on the Utah Jazz right now in the Western Conference Warriors in third and you look at it now, the Warriors with the Utah win at Madison Square Garden earlier this afternoon. Warriors now plus two on Utah. The Warriors are still four games up on Dallas. Dallas has lost a couple of games in a row. Dallas currently in, in fifth place. Minnesota actually moved in front of Denver uh, and into sixth place. Uh, but the Warriors now uh, a game and a half behind Memphis 
for the two spot. So the two spot is slipping away from the Warriors. I think you could make a case with Curry out for these uh, the good portion of these final 12, now 11 games, that the two seed probably was going to be a tough ask to begin with, and that continues to be slipping away. Warriors now at this point, I think the primary objective and, and question is, can they hold on to the three spot, or are they going to dip to fourth and potential matchup with somebody like Dallas or, or Minnesota even maybe in a first round? But then if you're the 4-5, that means – You'd have home court if you're the four in the first round, but you'd be going to Phoenix in the second round, and then whoever you'd play, if you somehow got past Phoenix, you wouldn't have home court advantage in the conference finals either. So 888-957-9570, a bleep show with the officiating, I thought, both ways in the closing seconds there. We got Draymond Green's ejection. Andrew Wiggins uh, could have allowed the Warriors to take advantage of their end of a couple of strange calls in the closing seconds if he could knock down a pair of free throws, but Wiggins hasn't been able to knock down a pair of free throws for the last couple of months. Let's get to the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. He had a lot to say in a short period of time downstairs here inside Chase Center. More phone calls and text messages straight ahead, 888-957-9570, but let's hear from the head coach of the Dubs following this one. What aspect of kind of, I would say, a wild finish sticks out to you most? I thought the two fouls at the end were bizarre, bizarre fouls. You know, I was watching the play when Wiggs got fouled. I guess they called a foul on Pirtle. I was shocked by that one, and then I was shocked by the the one on the rebound. Um, I, I don't know how those calls can be made. Like, there has to be – to call fouls in those in that situation, uh, both of them, one that went for us, one that went against us um, – I don't understand. I, I don't understand how we can decide the game based on plays that have nothing to do with the game. I mean, the players are supposed to decide the game and Wiggs had the ball and it's up to him to, you know, create a little space and get it out of traffic and get somebody a game winning look. And, and then on the last one, there's a scramble for the ball. I got everybody in the locker room after the game is telling me they have no idea why uh, Looney got called for the foul. They got tangled up. This is this is how every play goes. And uh, so, more than anything, the finish was to me. I was shocked at the two foul calls. What are your thoughts on the way your team responded? You know, playing their first game without Steph. I, I love the way our team responded uh, when we uh, felt the pressure to respond. I didn't love the way we played in the first half without a sense of urgency. We have to understand, and I told the guys this at halftime and after the game, we have to understand we're undermanned. There's 12 games left now, now 11 games left. We're looking at the playoffs. Um, we gotta have, there's gotta be a sense of urgency. There's gotta be a sense of uh, competitive fight that, that we take to the other team uh, from the very beginning of the game. And I did not see that until it was really late in the game. Guys were great in, the, in that fourth quarter, fighting like crazy. We got to fight like crazy from the start. What did you think of Draymond's ejection, of the, two, the two fouls that were called against him and the way the team kind of responded to his departure? Yeah, it was uh, unfortunate. Obviously, we need Draymond desperately. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I was surprised by that. There wasn't uh, – he wasn't swearing. He wasn't getting personal. He just, I guess um, – um, Marad felt like Draymond didn't stop um, complaining, but Draymond has never stopped complaining his whole career. We know that. I mean, um, he's he's earned what he's done in this league. Um, 
Draymond knows how to, to walk that line. You know, once he gets that first one, he understands what it takes to get a second one. And he did not think he, uh, he deserved it, but um, you know, he can't, can't get kicked out um, of that game. He knows that we're, we're shorthanded already. You guys were down six when he got kicked out and you kind of came back though. What do you think of just what they did to make a game up yeah. down the stretch? Yeah, we did a good job. You know, like I said, we, when, when we were sort of backed into a corner, we get a, did a good job fighting, but shouldn't have been backed into a corner in the first place. It felt like Otto really answered the call tonight. What are your thoughts on the way he played? Otto was great. Uh, he's one of the smartest players I've ever been around. Just uh, the way he uh, rebounds, the way he uh, anticipates plays before they happen. His weak side help is amazing. Uh, I thought Otto was uh, was brilliant tonight. His efforts, uh, unfortunately, didn't didn't lead to a win, but I thought he was uh, he played a fantastic game. What do you think of the Clay Jordan backcourt? Obviously, both guys are are explosive, and they you know they scored really well. Um, it was a kind of a strange game for Clay. It was it was up and down, but uh, you know he made some big shots for us and got going from the three point line. And uh, and Jordan made a ton of plays, you know, down the stretch that uh, you know could have been the difference. And uh, unfortunately, we just couldn't close it out. But Jordan and uh, Jordan was great, and and, uh, and I thought Clay responded really well too. Yeah, so Clay Thompson responded, and again, you know, kind of hot and cold within the same game uh, for for both of those players. But look, they're both going to be taking a lot of shots. They both have to be taking a lot of shots, and and that was the case tonight. I mean, with Steph Curry out, it's probably going to be Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson taking the, the the most amount of shots. And you got Clay tonight, six of twelve from three. Uh, he was three for ten. Uh, on twos in the ball game tonight. So nine for 22 overall, 24 points, but 22 shots. Shot the three ball efficiently, uh, but again, the three from t- three of 10 from two-point range tonight uh, where Clay wasn't uh, as efficient. And uh, Jordan Poole, 11 for 21. He knocked down four uh, from three-point range, only two free throws tonight for Jordan Poole. I know there there needs to be, uh, and the Warriors would like for there to be, uh, you know, the three ball was going and, and Jordan was making some things happen. They want to make sure he can try to get downhill and get get toward the basket and, and try and get toward the free throw line as well uh, as have the potential to, to create some offense for others. But yeah, so far so good. Uh, I mean, again, it goes back to what we talked about on Warriors Live. You want Clay Thompson to, to be a little bit more efficient uh, especially from two-point range than he was uh, tonight. But uh, the Warriors are going to need Poole to do what he did. They're going to need Clay Thompson to do what he did. They're going to need a little more from Andrew Wiggins than they got tonight, not only the at the free throw line where he missed three free throws. He was aggressive in getting to the line. I think that's that's a good sign. Uh, but, again, splitting the pair there in the closing seconds when you have an opportunity to go up two, uh, he's unable to do that. And then you look at uh, Wiggins didn't make a three tonight, was six of nine overall at the line. But again, that's 67 uh, percent, an improvement for him over what it's been of late. Uh, but it still needs to be better, uh, get back into the, the, the 70 to mid 70s in terms of uh, the free throw shooting and, and missing one at the end when you've already got a fan base maybe getting on you a little bit, losing a little bit of confidence in you after the, the, the all-star first half, uh, that, that definitely doesn't help matters when there's a, a shot right there to be had at the end that, that can bring your team home a winner. 888 957 
9570 Warriors wrap up John Dickinson here on 957 the game let's go ahead and hear next from Jordan Poole uh, short and sweet from Jordan Poole downstairs following the ball game uh, and the Warriors loss Jordan what do you think of the way that you guys responded and fought back after Draymond got ejected um we had to pick it up a little bit he brings so much energy um and leadership to our team on the offensive and defensive end and we just needed to find a way to kind of pick ourselves up when uh, when he went out did it take just a little time to get going? Because early on, it looked like the Spurs came out ready to play and you guys needed some time. I don't know what to tell you on that one. I don't know. I mean, I guess we just got to come out faster. We got to come out faster, more aggressive, and put ourselves in a better situation to win. Did you like how you guys played offensively? Just what did you kind of think? First full game without Steph. I mean, it came down to the wire. So, I mean, we were all right. We were able to get to the shots that we wanted to. Wiggs hit some huge shots. Ido had an amazing game. Clay stepped up. I mean, we got to find ways to finish the game at the end. I mean, you have a lot of responsibility even when Steph's around, but do you feel, you know, how much of an increased level of responsibility for kind of, you know, dictating action do you feel without Steph the whole game? Not too much. I am I mean, I'm still doing the same thing I was doing when he was on the court. Um, I mean, it's just that uh, he's not out there with me or Clay together, but still just being primary, you know, ball dominant coming off of screens and still playing the way that I normally play. I wouldn't say I feel like any increase or responsibility or anything. You looking at seeding at all? I mean, it is kind of getting down to, I think, 11 games left um, and starting to get a little bunched up around you guys. I personally haven't really been paying too much attention to it. I mean, I'm just trying to come in every day and focus on the task at hand or the game that we have at hand. I mean, I, mean, I know it's out there, and, you know, Draymond mentioned it a little bit, but you know, we got to find ways to win games like this tonight before we even start thinking about seeding. Yeah, well, thinking about seeding is, is something that's very much in play for the Warriors right now because, uh, as we've mentioned a couple of times here in the last hour, uh, the Warriors lead now over Utah, which is something that you know didn't feel in play, but the Steph Curry injury made it in play. And, you know, you start looking around, and I know there were people on the Comcast Business text line. There was a text earlier you know coming down my road uh, in the 813 JD any game is winnable any game is winnable one may be harder than others but they can win plenty of these last 11 games the Spurs literally just showed everybody that there are going to be some games where the Warriors just don't have it against some of these better opponents coming up here whether it's Miami or Atlanta or Memphis, or Phoenix, or Utah. I'm not saying all of them. And, and look, I'm not saying the Warriors are going to lose all those games. I don't think they're going to lose all of those games. But there's going to be a couple of those games against some of the better teams that they're going to face here without Steph where they're just not going to have it. And the opposition is going to play great, and they're just going to be else. And it's not really going to be anybody's fault other than the fact that the opposition on that night is going to have more talent. Tonight was not one of those nights on paper coming in. That does not mean it's an automatic, though. And, you know, I we had Al, Alan was doing Warriors Live with me, and I said, hey, there, there's opportunities to win games for the Warriors, but they're going to have to go out and they're going to have to earn it. They're going to have to play hard. They're going to have to grind. It's not always going to be pretty. Had the Warriors won this game tonight, we would be talking about the fact that, that this is kind of the template. Like, none of these games are going to be – the warrior dominance that we're used to like that that maybe one or two here or there the, the warrior dominance and dancing on everybody and 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 the shimmy and all and all of that like that that's Steph that's Steph's gone that like, you can still win games but but what 
we've been used to seeing, you know, from this team when Steph is around and they've got their guys and they're rolling. Like that, that's off the table. This team has to become grinders, even against the quote unquote inferior opponents, teams with lesser records, if they're going to win these games. That, to me, should put the Warriors on notice here in every game moving forward. At Orlando Tuesday, worst team in the Eastern Conference, you're. You better, you better go in there and you better get after the young Magic squad because if you sleepwalk through even a quarter, quarter and a half of that one, you might get beat. And, and, then, and then we are going to be talking even more strongly than we already are about what's going on as far as, as the seeding that I guess the Warriors aren't paying much attention to at this point. Well, you're going to be paying attention to it when you're the four seed or the five seed in the first round of the playoffs and it winds up being you know, part of the reason, even when you are healthier, once that playoff series starts, that, that maybe you're going home earlier than you want to. 888-957-9570. A couple of people, obviously, this is as expected, uh, coming down Chioza's road. Uh, look, Chioza played 19 minutes. He's going to have to play. Like He is, the, especially with others out. If Iguodala's out, and the Warriors have other players that are out. Peyton's out. Moody's out. If all of those players are out, Chioza was going to play tonight. Now, if if a few of those other guys are in, maybe Chioza doesn't have to play as much. But, again, it's not just Curry. It's Curry and the others that I mentioned. And, and look, all in all, yeah, did San Antonio go at Chioza a little bit? Sure. Uh, Chioza didn't score tonight. He took one shot. He had a couple of turnovers. He was a net plus two in terms of plus minus. Like, I don't look at tonight. Like, was Chioza good? Eh, not really. Was he Was he that bad? No, not really, actually. It was it kind of a, he played his 19 minutes, and you can't put this on Chioza. Like, you, you can't put it. I, like, that's the one thing I don't want to do, and I, I know I joke with Steiny all the time. <laughs> like, people are going to want to put it on Chioza. And and so, you know, they, they they need you know you get a night from Otto Porter, you, you got a night from Bielitsa, and you still don't win a game against a team that's again not going to be one of the teams that's in the playing tournament even in the Western Conference. That one stings, but it ain't on Chris Chioza like that. Like I, I I'm not I'm not going to play the Chris Chioza game tonight. I'm I'm just not going to do it because he happened to have to play 19 minutes because Steph and Moody and uh, Iguodala and Gary Payton the second are, are all out. So yeah, I I, I respect people's opinions and, and the four one five and the Comcast business text line. More than welcome to share the opinions on the air and, and you weren't the only one, but don't get down thirty six twenty two. All right. Don't get down thirty six twenty two. Play with a little bit more energy before you get down, a little more urgency before you get down. All right, let's uh let's hear next downstairs uh, in the press conference room here inside Chase Center. Let's hear from Nemanja Bialica, who uh, actually played pretty well tonight. 25 minutes, uh, four of eight shooting. He was a plus 10. I thought him and Kaminga and Porter were all positive contributors for the Warriors tonight. Uh, Here's Nemanja Bialica. What do you think about the way you guys were able to um, respond after Draymond got ejected? I mean, uh, we play hard. Most of through the whole game, you know, but like in NBA, you gotta be ready. You know, we lost the luck, if I can say it like that. At the end, um, when they call foul on Luri with those two free throws, but we fought through the, you know, the whole game, and we just we have 11 more games until playoff, and uh, without Steph and Draymond, you know, he got um, injected. We just gotta be, you know, 
we need to find a way to to win this kind of game. What do you think generally does need to be done better over the next 11 games without Steph, like you mentioned? We got to be healthy. That's number one thing. And like uh, we now without um, without Steph, uh, we got to play more smarter. Like sometimes I think, you know, everybody wants to win on this team, but, you know, sometimes we just need to like slow down and um, do some smarter things on the court. What did you think of the uh, late calls? It is what it is. Like um, we didn't lose the game because of that. Like uh, we started the game very bad. We try to find reason, you know, to react, to, to try to win, especially when Draymond got ejected. But they're also a good team, like young. They don't have to lose anything. We just need to look for ourselves. We have like a very tough road trip and try to 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 prepare ourselves for next like three weeks, uh, you know, when playoffs start. Yeah, tough road trip indeed. 11 games to go. You look at it, 8 of 11 on the road, including the next five. It's going to go at Orlando and Miami back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. Warriors in Atlanta on Friday. And then they go to Washington, D.C. for a game a week from today in the afternoon. And then they're going to close out the road trip in Memphis. Tough one, a game that we thought was going to have a key role in determining who the two seed would be versus the three. Uh, Now the Warriors are going to need as many games as they can to hold off Utah, I think, as far as uh, the four seed goes there. Uh, But Nemanja Bielitsa, uh, not one to go there as far as uh, the officiating being uh, the reason that they lost. Look, any Warrior fan that's frustrated about the officiating tonight, I I, I totally get it. I, I totally understand I got to give Steve Kerr a lot of credit, though, for for pointing out the last two calls as as a collective. Right. You got to put those last two together because I I don't think there should have been a foul called when Wiggins had the ball that put him on the line after the mad scramble and the unbelievable hustle play from Kaminga to keep that possession alive. To me, there was no foul there. And to me, there was no foul uh, on Looney when when he got tangled up with, you know, banging, uh, trying to get that board with, with Jakob Pertle. So if it's a net, uh, nothing happens either way, we're probably going to overtime, and I think the Warriors probably would have liked their chances had the game gone gone into overtime. Uh, but as it turns out, both teams got an opportunity to shoot a couple of free throws. Both teams split the two free throws. The game wound up tied, and then you had uh, unfortunate couple of guys going for the rebound. Ball gets knocked right to Keldon Johnson, and Keldon Johnson's able to hit the the game winner, which uh, brings the Warriors home a loser. Now twenty nine and nine at home are the Warriors. Warriors mentioned this earlier. Drop both games to the Spurs at Chase Center this season, so they now trail the season series against San Antonio two games to one. They'll play April the ninth in San Antonio. That's a couple of weeks from last night on a Saturday Warriors play the Spurs and Pelicans to close out the regular season that weekend of the 9th and the 10th 24th different starting lineup for the Warriors this season here's a note off of this game where this thing really stings Warriors held an opponent under 40 percent and lost for just the second time 15 times this season the Warriors have held their opponent under 40 percent shooting from the field and this is the second time that they've lost a game when doing so. The other was back on January the 5th in Dallas. So the Warriors 13-2 and two now in those games. That's another one where it's just a gut punch. Warriors out-rebounded the Spurs. 
57 to 44, second most rebounds the Warriors have had in a game this season. So they they did a nice job, held their own. Uh, I thought uh, on the boards, uh, the Warriors had in this game 20 offensive rebounds themselves. Uh, and and you look at you know the Spurs did have 17, but but it wound up. Uh, relatively even turnovers were a problem at times. Warriors gave up 22 points off of 14 turnovers. And in, in different stretches, you could tell this, the lack of cohesiveness with a bunch of different groups being out there and, and playing together has been the case uh, all year long. Uh, was a problem and I think led, especially early in the game, to some easy baskets for San Antonio. And you know points in the paint, Warriors wound up with a big-time advantage of points in the paint tonight, 52-34. to 34. They outscore the Warriors. I thought that was a key that the Spurs can get hit in the paint, uh, being kind of soft on the interior defensively, and the Warriors were able to hit them there. Uh, but they lost the three-point shootout tonight. San Antonio made four more three-pointers than the Warriors, 15-11, to 11, and that, uh, among some of these other things, uh, proved to be the difference. Uh, 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and get to our shot of the game, which is presented by the County of Santa Clara. Wiggins off the screen, feeds Looney. Hand off to Poole, sets his feet. It's a three, no good. Otto Porter Jr., offensive rebound. Dribbles to the wing, hand off Clay Thompson. Corner three, got it! How valuable has Otto Porter Jr. been tonight? He has been outstanding. Got the hard hat on tonight, doing his work in the paint. Somewhere Larry Smith is smiling. 16 points and 16 rebounds for Otto Porter Jr. tonight. Didn't make a three, though, uh, in this one. But, yeah, he was 0 for 3 from three-point range, but 16 and 16. Uh, that was a career-high 16 rebounds. Uh, eight of them offensive for, for Otto Porter Third double-double of the season as uh, the Warriors, uh, Porter was the first Warrior to get at least 16 and 16 off the bench in quite some time, in, in 13 years. you got to go all the way back to January of 2009, the last time the Warriors had a, a 16 and 16 performance in terms of points and rebounds off the bench. Uh, and you look at, at the Warriors, uh, the last time somebody had more than 15 boards off the bench, it was Andrew Bogut. Uh, when you got to go all the way back to, to 2015 for that. So big night for Porter. Uh, Clay Thompson, one of his six threes. You hear it there. That was your shot of the game. Presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org, or you can call 211. couple other notes here. Uh, ninth time this season that Clay Thompson had 20 or more points as he finishes with 24, and Jordan Poole, the game-high 28, uh, extending that career-best streak now of 20-plus point games to nine. So Jordan Poole uh, in the last nine games averaging a little over 25 points. He's at 52% from three, 57% overall, 86% from the free throw line, and tonight was the 25th time that he's had 20 or more points uh, on the season. All right, that uh, we'll call it a night on that note. Uh, as the Warriors, uh, they got some work ahead of them right now. On to Orlando. They'll face the Magic on Tuesday. Again, the first of a five-game road trip, uh, the longest remaining road trip of the season. All right, thanks to Sterling Bennett uh, and everybody in our San Francisco studios, Craig Valentino as well. I'm John Dickinson, Warriors back in action on 
Tuesday, 4 o'clock tip. That's an early tip. Warriors live at 2.30 in the afternoon as the Warriors are going to get that road trip going against the Orlando Magic. Uh, we'll talk to you throughout the week. Keep it locked right here on your home for Warriors basketball as the Spurs beat the Dubs tonight, 110 to 108. And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.